Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. Joining me today is someone who needs her second cup of coffee. It is afternoon. It's not late afternoon. It's just right after noon when we're it recording. It's 12.54. Okay, so you're go for it. Second cup of coffee. Yeah. It's it, a two cup of coffee it, day. It certainly is. I don't know why. Maybe it's having two kids, but I'm feeling a little bit tired today. A, and cup, a cup for each kid. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about a country that we have been to twice. And I did have a good coffee there. Not, okay. It, it's not a country that's really known for its good coffee. Definitely not. But the second time we went, we were able to find a very cute coffee shop. Yeah, we're talking about Cambodia. So if you guys are joining us for the first time during our quarantine diaries, these are unedited, off-the-cuff, short-der-form podcasts that we have on IGTV, so you can watch us. Hi. Or you can, of course, listen to it on the podcast feed, and we are doing mini mini destinations, basically the best of these destinations. And we have been to Cambodia twice, but... The first time we went was eight years ago, yes. and the second time we went was five years ago. So it's been a little while, so it's fun for us to take a jog back memory lane because Cambodia was one of the very first countries that we ever went to on our first backpacking trip. No, so, wrong. We did not go to Cambodia on our first backpacking trip. Right, it, it was, was our second our one. our second right. one. Okay. Actually, maybe even our third one. Trav, seriously. Uh-oh, we does went- not bode well for the memory. <laughs> we went to Thailand and Malaysia on our That's first true. backpacking trip. Then we went to Australia. Yeah, I didn't consider that backpacking as much, but I guess it was. I mean... Yeah, we had backpacks and we bumped around, so yeah. I guess it's backpacking. And then we went to Cambodia and Thailand again. Gotcha. Okay, so on our third trip, yeah. within the first year of us becoming quote-unquote backpackers, we did ha- hold uh, go to Cambodia, and it is a bit of a rundown memory lane. So, Heth, you've got your cards yeah. here. I was I was hoping maybe you would do the cards so that I could All drink right. my coffee. I'll do the cards. I'm you know, it was just Mother's Day, so I'm still demanding things out of Trav. <laughs> I never knew that stopped. Oh. So here we go. Nice. First question about Cambodia, Heth. Is the most beautiful site starting off hot? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that everybody knows what the most beautiful <laughs> site is in Cambodia. And when we talk about Cambodia, we've only been to Siem Reap. So this is actually a Siem Reap. Yeah, pretty much. Reap. It's best of Siem Reap. We've never been to any of the Phnom Penh or the beaches, the down cities south or the or beaches like down that. south. So we're just basically talking about Siem Reap. And obviously the most beautiful site is Angkor Wat. However, that is thousands of temples. I'm not sure how many temples there are in that whole complex, but it's humongous. You can explore it for days. I mean, you need a couple of days if you want to see all of it or most of it. Um, So the main temple, obviously, I would say is... I don't know if it's the most beautiful, but it's definitely the most striking. We went for sunrise the very first time, and... Wow, it was really incredible. And the first time we went, there weren't as many tourists. So back in 2012, we were there. We went for sunrise. I would say maybe there were a couple hundred people, maybe. About. And then when we went a few years later, we went for sunrise. There were probably 
thousands of people. I, yeah, I would say maybe a triple. <laughs> I don't know if it was 10x, okay, but maybe there was not. a lot more there people. There were a lot there. more people. Because when we were first exploring that first time that we went, there were parts of that main temple complex where we were the only people there. Yeah, and which is the incredible. main temple complex is called Angkor Wat. You know, it's the whole, the name of the whole area, but also the main temple. And I would second, obviously, if you're going to Siem Reap, you're, you're probably going to see Angkor Wat. And it is absolutely amazing. We'll talk a little bit about this later on in this little show here. But um, I think when we talk about most beautiful site, the beauty of Angkor Wat is getting in ahead of the crowd. So there's already going to be a lot of crowds, but wake up early, go for sunrise. But as soon as the sun starts to rise over Angkor Wat, run inside <laughs> because you will get because everyone else will be milling around outside taking pictures waiting for the sun to come all the way up if you get inside before that then you you can have the temple a little bit to yourself which is what we did both times so even five years ago we got in pretty early and um yeah obviously a site like that that has a ton of tourists is way more beautiful when less people are around so we try to get in ahead of it you could obviously go to the other temples too in the beginning of the day because if people are going for just one day, they'll start at Angkor Wat, they'll go for sunrise, and then they'll make their way kind of around the circuit. So if you go to Angkor Wat, the main temple, mm -hmm. for sunrise the first day, go somewhere else the second day, and you'll have some stuff pretty alone, which will be pretty neat. Yeah, and I mean, I, I we haven't been there in a few years. I feel like you can find some of the more, more far-removed temples that will have less crowds and less tourists, and especially... You should hire a driver. That's what we did, and we've, we've we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. Oh, is that a question? Hire a driver? No, but I do? just mean there's going to be other things oh, that we okay. can talk okay. about. Okay, I won't say anything. So, then. most beautiful site, Anchor Watt. Yes. All right. Most beautiful site. Best memory. Oh boy. So my best memory. Oh, you have is it something already. that will stick out for a long time. And Heather's speaking about hiring a driver. The very first time we went. We got a driver from an airport, his, from the airport. His name was Bunty. And he then was our driver for the next two days to drive us around Angkor Wat with our friends. He was so nice, so kind, just the literally the nicest human we've ever met on our travels that we, you know, we stayed in touch with him and we put his number up on Extra Pack of Peanuts and said, you should hire Bunty. And a lot of people did. And I remember hearing from people in the comments, like, oh, I heard Bunty, he is so amazing. Mm -hmm. But then one day I got an email, and this wasn't at, we weren't actually in Cambodia, we were, we were at home. <laughs> but I got an email from Bunty, and it was about four paragraphs long. And his English is pretty good. Yes. Spoken English yeah. is, is really good. You know, written English is, mm -hmm. you can understand it, but it was about four paragraphs long. And he just went into this huge email thanking us of how many people we had sent his way who had read our site and then hired him. And he said, because of you, I've been able to send my kids to English school. I've, I've gotten two more vehicles and I have my two best friends helping me drive it. So he basically had said, I went from just being a, a driver with one car to now being able to have a legitimate business just because of the amount of people that you've sent our way. Mm -hmm. And it really, um, it just, I don't want to say broke our heart, we, and that sounds negative. It it uh it filled me with such a joy because that had always been our goal with extra pack of peanuts was just to help people when we found someone amazing or an amazing place to eat or anything like that to get the word out there and to help our the people who found us support those people and it mm -hmm. had worked with Bunty and so yeah uh, my, that's my best memory hashtag epop sent us yeah there was a time when our top ten things to do in CM Reap was rated number one in Google for 
couple years. So I think that that Tons of traffic. got a ton of traffic and therefore helped Bunty's business grow. And, you know, he's Facebook friends with us now. He comments in all of our pictures and we haven't been back since we've had children. But I know that Bunty would love to meet our children because the last time we were in Cambodia, we went and met his family and his two I think he has three children now. Now he has three. When when Beautiful we were children. there, he had two. Yeah. So that is a great, a great memory. And it, mine is pretty much the same. I mean, the first time that we went there and we were sitting at the Siem Reap airport and we, you know, I think we were getting a snack or something, waiting to figure out what to do or how to get to our ho- hotel or hostel guest house. And we decided to take a taxi and Boonty was the taxi driver. And then when he dropped us off at the guest house, and it was not a very long ride, maybe 10 minutes. When he dropped us off, he said, okay, so do you want me to pick you up to take you to the temples tomorrow? And, you know, we were like, oh, I don't know. Should we do that? We're kind of talking amongst ourselves. It was Trav, me, and our friends, Courtney and Calum. And, you know, he's like, I'll pick you up at sunrise. And Trav's like, well, you know, like I really wanted to do some research about the best way and like how you should get to the temples. And Courtney and I were like, yeah, we'll do it because we only had like true. three days in Cambodia and we didn't really have time to be like researching a million things about the best time or who, how to get there. I or wanted to make sure hire. I was getting a good price. All yeah, that like how much should you spend to get a taxi to d- explore the temples? And Courtney and I were just like, nope, we're doing it. Okay, we'll see you at like 4 a.m. So that was just so incredible that we decided to do that. Boonti ended up being one of the nicest humans in the world. And he showed us around the whole complex that day. And it's he wasn't just a driver. I mean, he gave us information about it, almost like a tourist guide. And yeah, that first time we were there was just epic. Now, the second time we were there with Trav's parents and talk about epic. His mom had just had foot surgery about a month before that so she was still in a boot you know like one of those medical yeah walking walking boot and she hobbled around Angkor Wat like a champion and it was just the best sport possible and that was really fun to share that experience with Trav's parents yeah, just going on the Bunti story a little bit further is when we came back, you yes, know, I reached yes, out to yes. him and said, Bunti, we're coming back. Cause he, always, he, he writes us probably once every couple months. When are you coming back? Can't wait to see you all this. Right. And so finally, I was like, we're coming back. And he books up early. So you have to you can't just like arrive and request him anymore because he's so busy. And it was only about three weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, Bunti, we're coming back three weeks. I will clear my schedule. <laughs> so we're like, okay. So we arrive at the airport and no joke, this is the closest we've ever come to being celebrities. We arrive at the airport and we get off and there's Bunty and he comes running up with him. I think and he his, had a sign that said Travis. Yeah, and he comes running up with his with and his family. friend with his friend Punti and their <laughs> other friend and they like grab the bags. They won't even like barely let us off the airplane. And um, and all these other drivers are like, no, 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 you have to wait in line because usually when you get there, like there's a line and you just go with whoever's in front of you. And Bunty was like, no, 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 these are the ones I told you about. So all the drivers are like, oh, like they knew us because he had told them about us. So they're just like so staring in awe at us. And we're just <laughs> like, okay. And my parents <laughs> like, what is going on? You know, it was like being mini celebrities in that little part of the world. Um, and so then on top of that, then we asked if we could go to see Bunty's house and if we could meet his family. And we did with my parents. And that was just a super special time. They, they had us over for dinner and um, just really getting a super authentic feeling of it. So Bunty and the experience with <laughs> Bunty, one of my favorite experiences we've ever had traveling 
at all. He's yes. just an incredible human. And so anyone who's going to see him, Roop, make sure you uh, go to our post, find Bunty's number, hit him up, tell him Trav sent you. Uh, he will treat you just like he's the best. He's <laughs> the best. So we love Bunty. Yeah. All right. Best drink. Best drink. My best drink has to be, <laughs> and this is going to sound really silly, but it was a margarita. And <laughs> All right, I'll go with this too. I agree. I agree. Why not? So, of course, margarita is not a very authentic Cambodian drink. Not at all. However, at the time, the first time we went to Cambodia, we'd been living in Japan for a year and a half. So we weren't really drinking many margaritas. They don't really have margaritas <laughs> in Japan. And we got to Sam Reap again with Courtney and Calum. And I think... We had spent some time doing the, the temple complex, you know, got up early, and then we were wandering around the city of Siem Reap, which is a really fun activity to do. There's lots of shops and restaurants and bars and just things to do and walk around and see. And we came upon this place that was like a Mexican restaurant, and they advertised these really cold margaritas. Yeah, I mean, Pub I Street mean, in yeah. Siem Reap is like a hokey backpacker yes. street, but, yes. you know, when... When you want that, you want that. I'm sure. not saying it's most authentic. We're just no, saying it, it, it was works. not authentic. But at the time that I just remember thinking, oh, my gosh, we're going to get a cold drink. It was so hot. We'd spent a lot of time just out uh, exploring. And, yeah, but having lived in Japan and just not having margaritas and then going there. I wouldn't rec I wouldn't say, like, oh, if you are you live in America and then you're going to see Reap on your vacation, that might not be your best drink ever. But from for the circumstance that we were in at the time drinking that ice cold margarita was pretty special so here's what interest what's interesting i thought you were going to say when we had margaritas with my parents probably at that same place on pub oh, street yeah i think it was we went back because it was yeah you know. so when we went with my parents i don't remember actually the margarita we had that first time i do remember it the second time when we were there with my parents again it was like hot and dusty and dirty and we've been out at the temples all day and we go back. We're like, all right, let's go to Pub Street because they just have all these restaurants and, you know, get this feel. And we went there and we end up sitting at a Mexican restaurant, whether it was the same one. I, I mean, how many can there be drinking a huge margarita there? And I just remember my mom being so happy <laughs> to have this margarita. So. Yeah. So right, anyway, margaritas and CMR. Margaritas, that's a very unusual best choice. Drink. but Best activity. Obviously, I think we have to say just exploring the temple complex is the best activity. It is an incredible place. I mean, when I was a child, that's one image that I'd seen in a book that I just found to be so amazing. And I thought to myself, one day I'll go there, not even really knowing, I guess, where Cambodia was or much history. I mean, I was a kid. And so just going there and seeing that is so special in my mind because it was such an iconic thing that I had always wanted to see. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a very major wonder of the world. Yes. Um, to the point that I think it was ranked number one. I have a book of, like, Lonely Planets. It's, or no, yeah, Lonely Planets are voted on by uh, readers and all, and I think it ends up being number one on that entire list. So I'm with you, Angkor Wat, but I would say getting – if we had more time, because um, someone asked us this, like, why don't you put this in the quarantine diaries? If you had more time, what would you do? If I had more time, I would spend more time going to the Altair temples as well. Yeah. Now, Tao Prom is very famous, too. It's pro there, There's like three really famous ones. Angkor Wat is the main one. You see that. Then the, the other one kind of right around from that. And then Tao Prom, which is famous because it's called the Tomb Raider 
temple and that's where mm-hmm. the trees are actually growing in through the temples and stuff mm-hmm. like that um i would do all three of those they're they're amazing for a reason but a i would try to get ahead of the crowd so again go at sunrise and, and go pretty quick through them maybe um and then try to get to some of the outer temples but yeah best activity in cm reef even if they're crowded even if they're overly crowded the temples are just stunning yes. mm-hmm. stunning so yeah. Yeah, try, I would say get there sunrise and then get in quick. That, mm-hmm. that would be what I would yeah, recommend. Definitely. And definitely do Tao Prom. I mean, I think that was the Tomb Raider Temple was even cooler than the main one. I mean, the trees yeah, growing up through it is pretty cool. It is really neat. Best meal. I know mine. Okay, what is it? I ate a frog. Yeah. It was delicious. I knew I, you and were then I ate the it on the, the second time we went too. It was also delicious. So grilled frog. Um, I just, you know, I had to try it because it was mm-hmm. unique, but then I ate it and thought, wow, this is really actually very good. And I'm not just talking about frog legs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a whole, whole grilled frog. Yeah. Um, I mean, we went to the a few restaurants that were very traditional Cambodian restaurants. And the one that we like, I think it's in our blog post, is um, Kemmer Kitchen. Kemmer Kitchen, Kitchen, yep. And that was that was really good. They have a special dish that's a fish dish with a broth. It's not really like a, it's kind of like a fish curry. Amok. Yeah, it's yeah, not. It's not spicy it's not like spicy. a curry. It's not like a Thai curry, but it's a fish dish with broth and with rice. And I mean, it's it's very good. I would say that that's probably the only thing that really stands out in my mind as a best meal. Yeah, Khmer Kitchen right on Pub Street. I mean, there there can there will be other authentic mm-hmm. restaurants in CM Reef. Depends how off the beaten path you get. But if you're going for one that's right there on Pub Street, Khmer Kitchen, mm-hmm. from what we were recommended, and then you know after having gone, um, is going to have authentic Cambodian food, but it's not hard to get to. Right. That being said, there was a restaurant that we ate at that was in a bathtub. <laughs> and I don't exactly remember what that was called, but we went to a place that was um, in a bath. Like it, it was a restaurant that had bathtubs sitting outside that you ate in bathtubs. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's in a different blog post. We have yeah. a couple on Cambodia, but I don't. That was the one that was eight years ago, so I'm really sorry. I don't remember. Yeah, and it might not be what, there anymore. The, yeah, that's true because even the guest house that we stayed in both times. Now, I think it's still there, but it has a different name. So obviously, things change a lot in CM Reap, especially the smaller like local places. I mean, obviously the chain hotels are always going to be the same, but the local guest house houses that are run by actual Cambodian people, those I, I feel like they just change their name or they change ownership or things right. like that. Yeah. I'm going to just give a few names out here. Uh, these are in our post, but we just had it up here. So I wanted to make sure we had it. Um, Cambodian soup was the place on pub street where I ate the frog. And I did do mm. a lot of research about the best frog that <laughs> came up and then Viva Mexican was the name of the Mexican. Yes. Room. And it was a dollar 50 margarita. So again, it's five years ago. Maybe they're still there. You know, you have to go check it out for yourself. Um, if not, I'm sure they've been replaced by equally kitschy places yeah. on pub street. <laughs> All right. Last question for CM Reap. The most surprising thing. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to remember something that would be the most surprising. I mean, Cambodian people are very nice. I I think that in Thailand, you just people are smiling a lot more. So what I'm trying to say is I don't know that 
Cambodian people necessarily are as like smiley as Thai people are. But they were all very nice. But the most surprising thing for me was the level of um, children trying to con you on the street. You remember mm, yes. how that was like that was a big difficult. thing the first time we were there. And it was really challenging for me because they do this little scam where like a young child will have a baby brother or sister it might not even be actually their baby brother or sister but they're carrying them around and asking for money for milk and so you think okay you need to give this child money because this baby needs milk from the convenience store but they don't it's such a scam and I just remember <laughs> like this child held my hand and walked with me down the street asking for money for milk and I almost gave it to them. But Charles was like, No, you can't, it's a scam. Well, I had someone I had mean, told me they're like, Hey, yeah. there's this milk scam in Cambodia. Yeah. I don't this know if they are happened. still doing that in Cambodia. My but guess is yes. That was really hard for me because I just wanted to give them all my money. So I don't know. I mean, obviously there's scams in other countries as well. I guess maybe similar to this, but it was just really prominent in Siem Reap. So that was kind of a surprising thing for me. All right, I'm gonna end with a weird one. <laughs> Because <laughs> Angkor Wat was absolutely amazing. And so even though we had high expectations, it exceeded those. Again, I'll just keep hammering this. Get in the temple early because it's infinitely mm -hmm. better than, than if you're in there with hordes of crowds. Um, but I would say the most surprising thing for me was how weird it felt to get a fish massage. <laughs> and so the fish massage is when you stick your feet in a tub of goldfish and they eat the dead skin off your mm -hmm. feet. I thought, this won't be that weird. Like, everyone's sitting there doing it. I could not keep my feet in there. It felt so odd. I yeah. thought you would just feel like a tiniest little sensation. But it was tickly. It right? was very tickly. <laughs> it's like they were, like, you could feel the fish sucking on your feet. It was very, very odd. We have a video of it. I thought, okay, I'm going to do this for the video. You know, I'll put my feet in there. It might feel weird for a second, and I'll keep them in. I could not keep my feet in that water. Mm. Um, so I, that was the most surprising thing for me. All right. Bit goofy, yeah. but um, yeah, that and how good the frog was. So you guys have it. That's CM Reap. Um, that is our quarantine diaries on CM Reap. Our best of, obviously, the big overarching theme when it comes to CM Reap is going to see Anchor Wat. And even though it keeps getting more recognition, and even though there keeps being more tourists, we highly recommend going and checking out. If you're in that part of the world, uh, it really is a can't miss place to go and Anchor Wat. And definitely, if you're going. Look up Bunti. You can find it on extrapackofpeanuts.com. Just search Sam Reap. Find our post on that. His phone number is on both of those. His email is on there. Uh, having a good driver makes all the difference in the world, and Bunti is the best of the best. So one of our favorite people in the world. There you go. Quarantine diary. Yeah, I, it went a little faster than I thought because I wasn't holding the cards. I didn't even realize that was the well, last Well, we were supposed card. to originally keep it to 15 minutes. Yeah. So we, this still went over. Still went over. Um, but if you guys are listening... And you like the show. We, we did a mean reviews show a couple shows ago where we read the mean reviews that people mm -hmm. had posted on iTunes. We said we wanted to get to 1,000 reviews on iTunes. We had 511 at that time. Right now we have, drum roll, Heth. 581. So 70 of yeah. you awesome people went Thank and reviewed the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. We want to get to 1,000. So now we need... 419 <laughs> more of you if you're listening you like the show to go leave a review we'd love to get to a thousand people and don't forget the quarantine diaries will be coming out on igtv and the podcast on monday wednesday friday and then our regularly scheduled podcast comes out on tuesday as well so thank you guys mm -hmm. for listening you're awesome stay safe and we'll keep the quarantine diaries coming bye see ya <laughs>